episode 110 who doesn't love a nice skirt the ultimate deck podcast need a show about outdoor living this is where it's at with your host shane chapman and way Laurent. thank you for tuning in now let the show begin yeah the ultimate deck podcast let's go All right, buddy. That intro is a little long. It is a long one, (laughs) right? Yes. And I like the outro music more. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like, they're probably similar, but anyways, um, how are you doing today? Great. Why so Almost Christmas. Almost Christmas. A few more days. Are you done your shopping? Yeah, I've been done for weeks. Have we talked about it? I'm pretty sure we've talked about it every day for the last three or four podcasts. I'm still not done. You're still not done. I thought you only had a few things to go. Right. Still only have a few things to go. What's up, Jace? Um, 11 people in the podcast. Beautiful day. Beautiful yep. day in Regina today. That's a great day. It's cold. It's, what is it, minus 15-ish? Yep. We had a really nice snowfall yesterday. Oh, and today, like, the snowflakes are, like, the size of loonies. Big as your hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For our American friends, that's a $1 bill, but it lasts longer. That's all. Okay. Uh, what else? Do you have any? I mean, anything you want to talk about before we get into this? It's uh, riveting stuff we're about. We to have cover. some riveting stuff. I do have some interesting world facts here that I want to test you on. Okay, you ready? Uh, boy. Okay, we'll just get right into it. Sure, why not? Okay, name the two countries in the world where you can't buy Coca Cola. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> There's only two countries. There's only two countries. This is not good because I think of continents when you like when you say there's only two, I get like super yeah. small like that, right? Yeah. Um, putting you on the spot here. Crazy thing is, you can buy Pepsi in both of them. Oh boy. Okay, I'm gonna say Brazil and um. And Croatia. You would be wrong. Okay. North Korea and Cuba. <laughs> oh, you know what? And then you say that and it's like, and you're like, yeah, yeah, right? I can see that. So that's funny. I've been to Cuba. You've been to Cuba. And I didn't notice that. You didn't notice that they didn't have Coke there. Looks like a lot of people knew that it was Korea. <laughs> yeah. I should have waited. <laughs> right. They were all ready. Okay. So uh, North Korea. And Cuba. And Cuba are the only two countries that you can't buy Coca-Cola in. But you can buy Pepsi in both of them. Yeah. Uh, and it's because... How does that make sense? It's because they, they're countries that have been undergoing long-term U.S. trade embargoes. Where does Pepsi come from? I thought maybe it's just shipped out of somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why that's confusing to me. Uh-huh. Okay. So um okay thailand and korea westrom he's got he's half right too he's half right too who are these people Why, <laughs> how do you guys know this stuff what is the world's most visited country paris uh you yeah, are france. correct france is the world's most visited country yeah france to is uh, 2017 nailed it 86 million people go into france a year <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how i know that i've been to paris and so Please don't grill me on the fact that I said Paris. I know that Paris isn't the country. <laughs> I, that's the city that France. I went to. And then I followed it up with France. Um, it smells like piss 
in Paris. That's, that's like New York too. Because there are so many people that have to go mm-hmm. there. They like not have to go there. Sorry. There are so many people that have to go while they're there mm-hmm. and they have nowhere to go. So there are urinals on the street, like outside yeah. in the middle of the road. And then you just like you walk along the sidewalk and then you stop and you uh-huh. curl around. So it's like, it's a, it's a circle and in the middle of it is a urinal. And so you walk in, call it the North side, you yeah. walk into the North side of the entrance and then you walk all the way around. And then when you finish, you're facing North again. So yeah. there's like this steel structure all the way around you, but everybody can see your head, face, shoulders. Then there's a band of metal and then they can see like your knees and down. And so it is a urinal outside in the street. You think about all those people and they have to pee out there. It's like, Ooh, man, it is, uh, yeah. Stinks. Right. It's Especially cause you like eating cheese and drinking wine all day right. <laughs> and coffee, crushing cigarettes. Everybody <laughs> right? in Paris smokes. <laughs> that's all you, that's yeah, all you do there. Smoking. Um, yeah, it blew my mind. And when everybody thinks of anybody who is, has not been to Paris, they think of it as a city of romance. And then you go yeah. there and what happens is it smells. The whole place smells. Uh, you need to get out of Paris to get the romance part. get to the edge of Paris. Right, sure. exactly. <laughs> and then look back at it, right? Yeah. So, um, okay, you want to yeah, nailed it. You want to hear another one? Yeah, sorry. Okay, here's another quick fact. How many countries in the world... Don't use the metric system. All of them except U.S. and Canada. There's two countries that use Imperial and the rest of the world uses metric. It's actually three because Canada is considered using the metric system. Right. That's a hybrid though. Yeah. And it's Liberia. Okay. (laughs) Myanmar and the U.S. Exactly. It's like the world, the the whole world runs on the metric system. Yeah. Except three places. Why do you think that is? No comment. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) We have too many listeners from there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, fair enough. And Um, I'll give you two more here. Uh, What was the world's coldest temperature ever recorded? Minus 51. Uh, What do you think that is? Celsius. Fahrenheit. Yeah, sorry. Minus 51 (laughs) Celsius. That's my guess. Uh, So in Fahrenheit, it is minus 144 Fahrenheit. Is in Antarctica. That's the real number? That's the number. That it's, I don't know what minus 51 is. Yeah. I'll look it up. In Antarctica, so I believe that. Yeah. Um, That's only minus 59 Fahrenheit. Only? <laughs> 59 Fahrenheit. So the coldest temperature is minus 144. So, but what Fahrenheit. does that, put, so in put Celsius. that number into Celsius for me, please. Minus 81. Western, that's Western's guess, minus 81. Minus 97. I didn't know (laughs) that the world was, I didn't know that we could get that cold. Yeah. I didn't know that that was possible. Minus 96? 97. 97. Almost 98. Oh yeah, that's a big difference. So you could probably not feel that. (laughs) Yeah, you might not notice that. (laughs) Yeah, I could go minus 96, minus 97. When it turns minus 97, no deal. No deal. I need a Canada goose jacket for That's that. right. Uh, and finally, how many countries competed in the 2018 Winter Olympics? That's the one that just happened. 
It's a record countries. It's up from it's 88. The, it's the highest? Yeah. From the year of 88? No. 2014, 88 countries participated. Right. So it's got to be above that. You've given me a... That's a great lead. I'm going to go yeah. with... Uh, 97 countries. You were close. 92 countries. These are flat out guesses. 71. And that's, uh, I have more, but. No, that's good enough. We should get on with it. Let's get on with it. 826. Um, okay. So that was our, uh, test Wade's worldly knowledge segment. (laughs) How'd I do? Was anybody keeping score? No, you got three, right? For sure. (laughs) Not good. You got Paris, right? I got Paris. Kind (laughs) of. Okay, um, so today uh, what I came up with on the fly was deck skirting options. So Bryce, one of the one of the most common questions we get in the store, probably on the daily, is how do I finish off the underside of my deck? How do I make this? Can I get a deal? Can I get a deal? <laughs> You're right. That's the first one. Is anything on sale? Can I get a deal? Um, yeah, just ways to make the deck to finish nicely. Yeah. Right? So you you put this thing up and it's always, they're always three feet in the air. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty generic statement. It's not actually true, but um, <laughs> but the majority of decks are that high because the foundation is out of the ground, the windows are there. And so yep. your deck ends up being three feet in the air. Um, and so you have to find a way to, to trim that out and, and make it look good, reasonable. Um, so I have a few options. Uh, I was going to talk about price. I probably will on a couple of them, not all of them, because I don't know the price on all of them. Mm. Um, so that's it. I'll just like to give people some ideas, just a, a quick, meh. It's like yeah. about this. So do you think that it's the most overlooked thing on your deck? No, I think lighting is the most overlooked. Mm. That's fair. Uh, like I just, for the amount of money that it costs to put lighting on your deck, I think people miss that all the time. I think that is a, I think that's a giant gap in the industry. Fair enough. So, okay. Are you ready to go? Do you got some, some pictures loaded up? I'm ready to go. You ready? So based on our manager in Regina's um, idea, we will go from the most expensive to the least expensive. Okay, let's do it. You ready? Ready. Here we go. Number one. Number one. We're going to use, I wrote down next stone slash in stone slash clip stone. Now, the reason I didn't include actual stone in this is that not very many DIY customers are, are capable of doing this. So it's expensive to it- like it's expensive to do real stone if you don't um, like if you don't own the tools. Right. So then is it would, hard to do too? Not really. Real like the mastic has come a long ways. Back in the day, you used to have to mix up some mortar, and there was, you know, if you didn't get the consistency right, then it didn't bond properly, and then they would fall off and then it really is expensive because now you've done it yourself and then you're going to pay somebody else to do it again the second time. I think that's right? the most expensive part, right? right? To do it cheap. Trying to do it yourself. Yeah, and then hire a contractor to right. do it after. Doing it twice. Doing it twice. Doing it Nobody twice. wants to do it twice, <laughs> you know? Okay, so 
So what I've included is not the real stone, not actual like stack stone, but faux stone. So neck stone or in stone, these things are a styrofoam um, click together panel. You basically, you're going to fasten them on with deck screws. And so put a starter trim on the bottom, a row of fake stone, seven inches tall by four mm -hmm. feet long. And then just like click it all together, some deck screws, nothing nice. to it. It goes together really fast. They have outside corners, super sharp looking from a distance. Looks like stone. Uh, very DIY friendly. Probably the most expensive. It's probably not. Uh, this is where it gets tricky. If you used a premium deck board, as skirting, that's the most expensive. Right. If you use an entry-level deck board, that's probably mid-range. So mm -hmm. stone option, I'm going to say, is the most expensive. Generally. Generally. Yeah. Because most people build with a medium price point deck board, and so that would leave you at just slightly less than using the stone product. And it's probably the second easiest to install. Certainly fast, yeah. You're right. It's pretty easy to install. Anybody can do it. Yep. I could do it. With enough instruction from your <laughs> local Ultimate Deck Shop, you could do this. No problem. No problem. <laughs> um, and also, you don't require a ton of tools for it, right? Because it's styrofoam. So you can cut it with like a utility knife or a drywall saw. Mm -hmm. uh, use a rasp to like rasp up the edges. So neck stone, in stone, clip stone. These things are uh, just like they're great. It's a it's a great way to to trim out the the side of your deck. Yeah. Okay. It looks good too. Like it looks super good. Oh, I lost a picture. Oh, there we go. Yeah, oh, it's there. There we go. It's back. Second. Second. KWP or oh. Hardy board. KWP or Hardy board. I skipped the. Where'd it go? Okay. I don't know. Like we're looking there. at your browser history right now. That's what we were doing. Pretty interesting stuff you look at there. Hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna put this back up real quick. Okay. We're so back up. KWP, I've I've done the phone a friend, and it looks like nobody has any idea what KWP stands for. So if there's anybody in the gram in the live right now that knows what KWP stands for, that'd be great. Just tell me. Until then, we're going to use Killer Wood products. Killer. That's, we're going to call it Killer Wood products. Uh, basically, it is a recycled wood that is then compressed into like glue. Maybe Westrom will know. Um, That's these ones. Yeah. It's like OSB, only it's an inch thick. Yeah. Comes nice primed. Looking. Comes primed or it comes painted. I would say the best way to probably order this is primed and then you can paint it to match your either window trims. Like I would accent my house on this. So if the siding is blue and windows are white, yep. soft and fascia is white, I would paint it white. Uh, I would accent my house with the trim for the deck, the KWP board. And it's fully paintable. Fully paintable, right? Mm -hmm. So not ideal because it requires a little bit of maintenance. It is a vertical surface. You are going to have to paint that probably as often as you would paint your house. Right. So what, every 10 years? Never. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's maintenance free. <laughs> On Bryce's house, <laughs> maintenance free. Maintenance free. Um, so yeah, it's going to require a little bit of a little bit of taking care of it, but that's not. I think it looks sharp though. It does look really sharp and it's doesn't rot. It's I like it better than the stone. Do you? Yeah. It's and solid. I don't think that any of this stuff is a right or wrong answer. No. Right? Um, Except for no. 
except for no if you just leave it open i think that that's probably not good right but anyways okay um second option i said was hardy board and the reason i pick hardy board is it it's a compressed concrete siding and so now this does start to get into the maintenance free siding product i do not like vinyl siding or wood siding for the side of a deck like for deck skirting mm-hmm. and the reason i don't like that is i think it it will break so when you're mowing the lawn inevitably you're going to hit a stone you're going to pick up a stone or you're going to chew up some sort of stick right like your tree branch fell and and you mow that thing up and it yeah and it gets shot at the deck and that happens or you have kids and they're kicking soccer balls or shooting hockey pucks or mm-hmm. just generally being destructive like children are <laughs> and so good reason to not have them uh, it's on the list for sure <laughs> so um so the reason i pick hardy board is it it's strong it's like it's really durable mm-hmm. right and so that can match your house so you have hardy board siding on your house and then you have hardy board plank on your deck yeah you can trim that hardy board out with either kwp uh and then paint it white or you can trim it out with say versatex something that's like uh just like a, a white pvc <laughs> sorry i'm distracted bryce is out moving around you all good there's someone out there no he honked because that's the delivery guys from across the street yeah i just checked they like pull up then they have to like legally they have to honk before they back their truck up. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't my alarm going off. <laughs> right. <laughs> going bananas. Um, so siding. And so I don't like wood siding because it will rot. It's so close to the ground. I don't like vinyl siding because it will break when it gets hit. Uh, but hardy board, hardy plank, hardy plank siding. I can support that. It'll look hmm. good. 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 I was nothing wrong with that. My list. Moving on. Third, deck boards. Deck boards. And so who doesn't like deck boards, right? You have, you put the deck boards on the top of your deck and then it's just like, I don't have enough deck boards. <laughs> I don't have enough. Now I'm going to put them on the boards. side of my deck too. And then I'll put them on the top of my railing. I'll put deck boards everywhere. I'll put deck boards everywhere. As if this was inspired by Shane. Deck boards everywhere. Deck boards. Deck boards, vertical or horizontal? Let's start with horizontal. Okay. Let's do it. So the application for, uh, yeah, there you go. Sorry, I'm reading the comments as they come in too, so I'm so distracted. Um, is Canixel fall in this category? Eric, I don't know what Canixel is. I'll get Bryce to look that up, and then he can he can give us a little bit of feedback on that. Um, and then Hardy makes a one inch. So Scott from precision says Hardy makes a one inch thick trim to go with their siding. Excellent. So you could trim out the edges of your deck, you know, on the corners, top and bottom. And then that Hardy plank could tuck into the sides, gives you a little bit of a, a staggered finish, like some depth to the edge of the deck and the corners. Yeah. I would say trim around can excel is it's an engineered siding. It's very similar to... It's a wood hard, product? Is that yeah, correct? it's a wood product. Or is it a cement product like Hardy? Like? Uh, Ridgewood D5. Wood grain texture. Looks like Dutch lap siding. I don't... Doesn't say. Yeah, Eric. 
So let me know what it's made of, I guess. And then I could, I'll give you some feedback on a product that I have exactly zero knowledge of. And I'll tell you how I think that'll work. Because <laughs> I have the mic in front of me and that's how that goes. Okay, deck boards. So horizontal deck boards versus a vertical deck board. Um, commonly... You commonly, when you look this up, you see vertical deck boards. Mm -hmm. And we're showing the horizontal first. I think that you should run horizontal deck boards if your deck is more than three feet tall. And the reason I like that is vertical deck board, it's not because horizontal looks good at that height. It's because vertical looks bad at that height. When you start to mm. run like long, like the deck boards are running like really long. Yuck. 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 Right. It also requires quite a bit more framing to run because then you have, so your framing members behind are now sort of two foot on center and running mm-hmm. horizontal. And um, so I think that, I, I think that it's not ideal to run vertical deck boards on a deck higher than three feet. So, over three feet, we're going to use horizontal deck boards. They look great. Just because it looks better. Looks better. Um, I would leave a little bit of a space in between. You're going to want to have some airflow under there so you don't get this musty Paris smell under your deck. <laughs> <laughs> musty Paris. Maybe just don't, just don't pee under there. <laughs> but then you have like the neighborhood cat. Oh, that's right. That, that makes his way under there. Well, and that's why you put up this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So the Keep cats the don't get under there. Yeah. All right. Um, so we can re- report back into the comments. Uh, Mark Westrom is doing a great job of keeping my followers informed. Can Excel is an older product. Wood backing. Hardy has taken that market. Oh, yeah. Okay. So maybe I know what this Canexcel is. I feel like I have worked with this in the past. And by work with, I mean tore it off a house. Because then you would, like, we'd tear it off and put other new siding on. Mm-hmm. TC Dex, vertical is for under three feet horizontal if it's taller. Boom. So TC and I, we agree on that. It's a cosmetic thing. It, it just, just looks better. It just looks better, yeah. right? Uh, Eric says that Canexcel is still quite popular in Quebec. Um Westrom thinks it's a money play. So. Ching, ching, ching. Ching, ching, ching. I, from having visited with Eric, at, and I'm not going to like, it sounds to me like there are some products that take a little bit longer to get into Quebec than they do to get it to the mm-hmm. rest of the country. Um, and I don't think that that's an intentional play by any manufacturer. I do believe that it is a little bit harder to put product into Quebec for a few reasons, but one is going to be the um, probably the language on it, and so it probably needs to be French first, right? As so opposed you need to, to create so, new packaging, yeah. And so it becomes expensive to do that, yeah. You know, for a company that has basically done English first, and then they've already gone through the cost of putting French on the labels somewhere mm-hmm. French second it's a it's required but anyways it uh that would be my guess Eric as to why that you're still doing maybe quite a bit of that and not the other stuff so. Eric Eric said most products sad yeah. face nope he corrected me so here we go 
Good. All right. Vertical decking. And this can be composite or wood, right? Yeah. Decking is decking. I think one of the nicest things I have seen is when people do a, let's call it a dark colored deck, dark gray, dark brown, mostly dark grays. And then they run cedar deck boards vertically. Yeah. And stain them like a red or a, or a light brown. I think that looks so sharp. Mm -hmm. Um, it obviously has to fit on the, like, it obviously has to fit with the house, but a really dark surface deck and then a, like a red or a light brown vertical deck board running beside it looks just, <laughs> it's so sweet. I mean, yeah, wood still looks good. There's something about it. They work together, right? Yeah. So you can absolutely play with the two, like the two products. Mm-hmm. And so... Why not? Like, have some fun. Have some fun, right? Stop there's, living a boring. There's life. no rules in deck building, other than structural. Other than structural, right? There's a, like a couple rules early on. Yeah, but after that, world's your oyster. Exactly. Okay, so we're gonna do vertical deck boards. Uh, I like that. I, I would be tempted to put those a little bit closer together than if I was doing horizontal deck boards. I would put the vertical right. ones tight and. And what I would do is I would set the vertical boards back in. So I would go, mm. if the edge of your deck, let's say your deck comes out 19 feet mm-hmm. at 18 foot six, I would have my deck boards finish running vertically. And I would create that airflow on the, on the underside of the joist in front of mm. the wall skirting. Does that make sense? Yeah. I would push that deck skirting back a little bit so that you could have a, a stepped look to yeah. the front of your deck and your airflow could come from there. And so then the boards are tight. If you're doing horizontal deck boards, I think that that should be out flush with your fascia. Oh, okay. And, and the reason I think it should be out front with like your fascia is because your fascia board is going to run horizontally. And so when you change on the access, then it becomes a lot easier to change depth as well. Yeah. But if your access changes and runs this way, then it's like, well, it would look silly to have a board that ran horizontally here and then mm-hmm. a foot back and then runs. Mm-hmm. I, these are just my thoughts. These are, they're good thoughts. I have the mic. So exactly. Um, Precision construction. Cedar. Comment. He can wait. Okay. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> oh, they're like, they're lighting each other up. I can see it right now. <laughs> I can see some chirping going on. Um, the other reason that I would not be intimidated to use a, wood product on a vertical surface for skirting is it does not fade as fast mm. and doesn't require as much maintenance as on the surface of your deck. So one of the reasons people don't like using cedar for their deck boards is you have to stain it. I have to stain that. I got to strip right. it and stain blah, blah. You walk on it. So you wear through the stain faster. The sun beats down on it. Yeah. So that wears out faster, day, yeah. right? But if you're on the vertical surface, you can actually get probably twice, three times as long mm. on the staining part of your, like, because it doesn't wear out. It doesn't right. wear off. Who walks right? vertically? Zero people. Or spiders. Horizontally. <laughs> no, vertically. You'd walk vertically. Yeah, right. Who does Everybody that? walks horizontally. Spiders. <laughs> spiders do. Okay. So if you have a spider problem. If you have a spider problem. Yeah. Just get composite. Get composite. 
Um, okay, that's that. Next. Next. I have Oasis privacy screens. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Did, were you ready? I'm did ready. I, did I mix you up? No, that's fine. Wait. We just didn't really talk about composite. We just talked about wood. Oh. That's fine. Do you have some pictures of the composite? Yeah, you I, put them up. I already put them up. Okay. So we can talk about that. Uh, there isn't much to it. They, I don't know that the install between a composite deck board and a wood deck board is any different. Mm-hmm. It still requires a little bit of framing. Less maintenance. Less maintenance. A little more money. Um, yeah, certainly more money. Less maintenance. Maybe more durable. So let's go back to the part where I was talking about your children shooting hockey pucks at the styrofoam. Yeah. Um, so a composite deck board is probably going to hold up a little bit better if you... So if you like run your grass right up to the edge of the deck. Mm-hmm. So you you roll the wheel of your lawnmower along the side of the deck and it's like kind of banging along there. Mm-hmm. Then you go and you get your weed eater, whipper, whatever you want to call it. And just hit the, hit right, the yeah. living crap out of it. So cedar, that would wear through, right? You'd like, yep. you'd cut a line into the cedar or the pressure treated. And if it was composite, it'll hold up a little bit longer. Um, so composite's certainly going to be more durable. Yeah. Uh, probably a, a good practice would be to leave a, a buffer there, right? Like put some crushed rock in between the edge right. of your skirting. and Exactly. That's what I would some do. Plants. Plant plants. Plant plants. Plant plants. Plant plants. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the plants are called that because of the action or do you think the action is called that because of the, the plant? Oh, wow. What it is. Uh, what came first? <laughs> the, the planting egg. of the plants? The egg came first. But did the plant did the did the planting come before the plants, or did the plants come before the planting? I think the plant came. <laughs> Somebody was like, "Well, I have to put this somewhere." Right now, what? And then the other guy was like, "We'll plant it. Plant that plant." Here we are. Here we, here we are talking about plants. Now we have the. Now you plant the plant. Now you plant the plant. You know who we should call? Is Kate from Fat Plant Farms? Yes, she would know. She would. She would know if she the would know. plant came first or the planting came first. The planting of the plants. What right. a riveting discussion. This is awful. <laughs> I've had too much coffee from the rusty That's shovel. That's right. Uh, precision construction. The biggest mistake you see is guys not leaving gaps for airflow, which decking manufacturers and wood, yuck, framing needs. So I don't disagree with him on that. Mm-hmm. He, it is a common mistake that people don't leave enough airflow when they decide to skirt the side of their deck in, they yeah. don't consider airflow. Um, and like I said, if you don't have proper airflow, it starts to smell like Paris. And so it gets musty and, yep. and just like, meh, generally meh. That smell is rotting your wood. Right. Wood's an organic material. Okay. Metal is not. So he's, he's on to something. But because I'm super smart, I've already combated that. Horizontal, leave spaces, vertical. What are you going to do? You're going to set the siding. You're going to set it, it back. Set it back. So done deal. Um, Westrom and Eric are having a conversation on the side here. I would say CanXL is a more traditional product and works well in Quebec. Um. Eric says not all packaging falls under the official 
language law of Canada. TC Dax still hates metal. Um, <laughs> Eric Thoreau and Westrom are actually having a sidebar now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, vinyl siding is not very traditional in Quebec, and I, I would absolutely agree with that. I, I could see that. So, uh, yeah. Metal privacy screens. Okay. Metal privacy screens. So there's a couple manufacturers of these. We choose to carry Oasis screens. Mm-hmm. Um, they have typically been made in a 36 inch by 68 inch panel. Okay. Three feet by, let's call it six feet. Three by six. Um, this year, they're coming out with a panel that is 36 by 22 mm. inches tall. So two feet. Uh I think that these could look really, really, really good for deck skirting. So I believe that you could frame your deck out in such a way that you could basically put a picture frame around these panels in either a deck board Mm -hmm. or cedar, wood, any wood type product. So you would take, you're going to, if it's a composite uh, if it's a composite deck board, you're just going to use the traditional grooved style deck board because I think that that panel should fit right into that groove. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to cut anything. You shouldn't have to dado anything. You should be able to, you should be able to kind of just build the three-sided box, slide the panel in, put the fourth board on and boom, it's locked in. You don't have to worry about airflow. Great airflow. Yeah. Zero maintenance. Looks sharp. It looks really sharp. Uh, decks protected from cats. Yeah. Mostly hidden, depending on which privacy screen you use, right? Uh-huh. Because a lot of people talk about putting something behind, like under their deck. I want to put my cushions under there. I want to put my kids' toys under there. And I don't want anybody to see there. The reason it's under the deck is mm. I want it hidden. And so, so it creates great privacy. It's a privacy screen. That's what it's for. That's the name of it. Right. It's for privacy. So you could privately hide things under your private deck. Yeah. And then nobody look, would know. They look awesome. There oh, is a oh. couple of things that I don't understand about this. Okay. Who's in your backyard? Oh, yeah. Who's, Who's there? looking? Who's there? Nobody. They're right? just embarrassed you. by the mess. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want my kids to know that their toys are under the deck. It's like, yeah, you do. You, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly where you want them. And you want your kids to be able to go under there. Then you need to be able to teach them to put it back under there. Mm-hmm. But um, most often when you have people over there on your deck. They don't. They, they don't know what's Well, for there. one thing, the cushions are out. Cushions are out. Or else you don't have people over. Sunny, beautiful day. So they're there. Anyways, there's like, I, I people just like, they'll say, I don't want people to know. I don't want them to see what's under there. And it's like. Why? Who? Well, who's I mean, in your backyard? Yeah, exactly. You don't have robbers in your backyard. Your robbers are coming into the house. Mm-hmm. Yes, they went through your backyard, but they're not going to pick up a couch cushion. Could you imagine? <laughs> they're coming for your TV and your computer and your cell phone. That's what they're. That's exactly. what they're there for. Yeah. So there's been a mass string of robberies stealing couch cushions. Patio not a single cushions. couch has been stolen. <laughs> just all of the cushions. Exactly. <laughs> we left all the furniture on the deck. We just took the cushions. They took the glass from my table. <laughs> So anyways, I, I think that that would look just fantastic. 
one option to help create a little extra privacy behind those panels so that people couldn't see through there would be to do like a landscaping fabric, which would mm. allow some airflow or some, you know, window screen or something like that. Right. And, mm-hmm. that, and that's going to allow for more privacy, but still have some airflow like you want. So, yeah. um, I don't know that I have a ton of pictures. You have this one picture. I got this one. Uh, I have some in my brain, but unfortunately I can't get that onto You've the gram. It. I think <laughs> I think this is a pretty good illustration of what it should look like. Yeah. It's sharp. I want somebody to actually do this. Yeah. Who's going to do this? You got to first you got to find the right height. Yeah, 3 feet. All decks are 3 feet in the air. Oh yeah, I guess you could do it with the 3 feet. Pretty much anybody could do this. There you go. Okay. Uh, back to the comments. Da, da, da. Eric, Eric, it's been too long since the last time we hung out. I need. Oh, Darrow. Yeah. Too long since we hung out. I need to coach you on how to say my last name. Yeah. <laughs> so absolutely. Uh, it has been too long since we hung out. That is so true. Damn COVID. COVID. Tarot. Tarot. Eric Tarot. Tarot. Yeah. Not Thorox. Not Thorox. <laughs> like I was saying. <laughs> All right. So we got the Oasis screens. I think that's a I think that's a great option. Um locally, there's a lady in Saskatoon that makes some privacy panels if you want a custom panel. One of the one of the holdbacks of Oasis screens is that they they're limited in what they make, right? It's right. just like they have five patterns or four patterns and this is like punched out. But if you're looking for a custom screen, you could probably go to any metal shop and and then have them made. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't be cheap. It's not cheap usually, right? So that's why the Oasis screens are pr- probably a good option. They're manufactured offshore, China. And that, like, that's the most cost-effective way to do it. Yeah. They're thin, they're aluminum, they're powder coated, in they come, cheap. Easy to install. If you get somebody locally to make one for you, like you're probably looking at $600 for a panel, like a three by six. Holy smokes. Right? Well, by the time you cut it yeah, and powder coat it, it's like it's going to go to a couple of shops because one guy's a metal fabricator, so he makes it or she makes it, and then they have to take it to a powder coating shop because they're they're metal manufacturers. They're not paint shop. So mm-hmm. cut it. Then it goes to the paint shop. And they might it's not expensive. all be the same too. It, like they'll probably end up being close enough, right? The guy, the shop would have a template of some kind that Fair they would enough. make. Um, but I know that I priced some out for a local golf course and they were going to do a cigar patio and they wanted their own private, like privacy panels around the cigar patio. Right but they wanted their logo cut into the panel, which I think is a fantastic idea. What, like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Right. So price came back and it was scary. It's expensive. I didn't think it was scary, but that's probably because I knew, like I had an idea of what that was going to be before we started mm-hmm. to the, the conversation. Right. So, okay. Um, second last, what is that called? This pen, you don't know this? You're coming up with new words? <laughs> it's not a new word. I've I've blown this. Penta penta. You'll have to Google it. Second last. Second last. Okay. What Sorry. is it? Penta something. Um Deck all mesh. Deck. So all 
mash. The reason I like decal mesh is basically for the airflow aspect that Scott was talking about earlier. Um, this is a window screen, but a very, very durable window screen. So small squares, create airflow, super DIY friendly. You build a frame. I'm going to say that your deck framing for this skirting should be four foot on center. Uh, you're going to staple it. Let's call it, you're going to staple it vertically in the middle of the deck and then work your way out to the corners, top right corner, top left corner, bottom right corner, bottom left corner. Mm -hmm. What is it? Penultimate. Penultimate. Damn. I'm so close. I thought it was, but I was like, is that, is ultimate just mean the end then? Penultimate. Yeah. So a second last. Um, so the, the deck all mesh is really easy to put in. You need like a hammer tacker or a, you know, just any sort of like hand driven stapler. So this gets all stapled on to your four foot, four foot on center framing and then trimmed out with deck boards. I think that trimming it with deck boards is very important. I have seen this product stretched out at four foot on center. Right. And it looks like garbage if you don't trim it out. It really? looks terrible. You just leave it up? Yep. So people build this like wall and then they staple trim onto like they staple this fabric onto it and it and it looks bad. And it's, it's not, not really hard to frame it out. And it's not that much more. It's a little bit more money to do that because the deck boards, depending on what deck boards you use, it's kind of expensive, but it is not that much more work. And it is a significant improvement. And the decal mesh is cheap. Decal mesh works out to about a dollar a square foot, maybe a little bit more. Call it a dollar ten square foot, Canadian dollars. Um, I just, I think that that's the way to do it. Yeah, it's my favorite. Uh, yeah, no, that's my favorite. That's your decal mesh. Decal mesh, four foot on center trimmed out with the deck boards that you used on your deck. That's my favorite. Oh, okay. So manufactured in St. Lazar. Oh, got the facts coming out Manitoba, here. Locally made Canadian made product. Really good. <laughs> so <laughs> not that I'm like, not that I think everything should be Canadian made, blah, blah, blah. But one of the big questions that people have, one of the most common questions is how durable is it? It's super durable. Mm -hmm. It was made by a Canadian made company. So we understand our winters and yep. what like the, the climate restrictions that a lot of products have. Um, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. Yeah. And then Manitoba, there's a lot of people that play hockey in Manitoba. So this lady that made it, she said, she was just like, my kids shoot pucks at this thing all the time and they don't go through. Mm -hmm. And so, so it's durable. It's more durable than a window screen, which yep. is great. Um, I think one of my favorite stories about this product is Shane was talking about a deck that he had built. And so the farm that he was working on, they had a dog and the dog was used to running under the deck. So Shane builds the deck, gets it all framed up and he does the deck boards and this dog constantly runs around the house and like runs around the house and under the deck and around the house and under the deck. And so that in the morning, the dog was doing that. But then by the afternoon, Shane had finished the deck off and he had stretched the deck all mesh across <laughs> and closed it all in. And the dog came around the corner and was like, boom. And he hit that 
jackal mesh at full speed. It was like a hundred pound dog hit the jackal mesh and like just piled all up on himself. <laughs> his like his legs went up over his head, smash, boom, and the dog stopped solid at the edge of the at the edge of the deck, uh, and it didn't rip. Shane was like, and that was when I knew that that mesh was like. It's legit. It's, right. It's good stuff, right? Yeah. So didn't tear it, didn't rip it. That's poor, amazing. Poor dog. Though. Poor dog, right? <laughs> Just oh, man. All over. What's happening here? Why, why can't I do that? Um, One of the things that I do really like about uh, the Deck Alma Mesh is it's super easy to create access panels for there. Um, some of the hardware we use Onward or... Uh, Pilex. I think it's important to have an access door mm -hmm. to get under the deck. I know that, like personally, I don't have cash, but I could imagine if you did, if you had cash, and then it fell through the deck boards, you'd want it, right? Most certainly, if I did happen to have cash and it fell through the deck boards, I would want under that deck because mm -hmm. it would be my last dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that had fallen through there. And I would want to get that. Right. Because you need a cheeseburger. Yeah. Only when they're on sale though, right? Need that. Wow. 99 cent 99 cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Did you ever buy that like bags of those when you oh, were when in I was university? In, when I was in high school. High school? We were uh, a different age. It was probably the same well, time. Yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, <laughs> I went to McDonald's at lunch because I had a like lunch class. So it was like 1130. Okay. So we went there and we ordered 50 cheeseburgers. Yep. And they just kept putting them in and taking them out because it was lunch rush. So they're putting them in. We ended up getting 75 cheeseburgers by the end of it for 50, for the price of 50. Oh, that's the best deal. Oh, it was amazing. We took them and we ate them in class. <laughs> <laughs> so we used to make the, the run similar to that, right? It's like some ridiculous number. Yeah. But every, every once in a while, they would do 99 cent cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. So we would... Whew. Right. You pull up to the window, I'll have 36 cheeseburgers, <laughs> yeah. please. It's like, wow. <laughs> Napkins? Uh, no chance. No, I'm not no going to spill any. I'm just going to wipe it with the other cheeseburger <laughs> if I spill. <laughs> Ketchup dribbles down. I'm not, uh, I'm not wasting it. So good. Um, yeah, so that that should have it, right? That should do the deck all mesh That's part. That's deck all mesh. Last one. This is it. The ultimate. The ultimate. Because it was penultimate. Penultimate. Now ultimate. Which is ironic because I think this is the worst, the worst one. <laughs> I I actually hate this stuff. Other than not doing anything. The only thing I like about this is that I could sell it and make money at it. Mm, but. Sorry, go ahead. But I, you won't? I, I usually don't. <laughs> I usually try to talk people out of it. I'm usually like, mm, I don't know. Are you sure? Yeah, you could not. You could like just. Why don't you just wait and then do it next year? It's an easy add-on. Okay, back to the comments. Uh, Westrom has left. He says, Merry Christmas. Uh, thanks, Mark. Uh, Merry Christmas to you as well. No chance you hear that, but I said it. But I said it. <laughs> Eric and Precision. Uh, Eric to Scott. I'm used to my last name being butchered. Sorry, it'll, Eric. It'll be a, <laughs> it will be a test for when we hang out. Oh, man. So, Eric... Eric now wants to hang out with Scott and their friendship is going to be based on Scott's ability to speak French. He's from Colorado. That's Tough crowd. French. They're as Not. liberal as you get in the U.S., but I don't think they speak <laughs> French there. <laughs> um, 
All right. He's yeah. And then, so Scott says he's going to put a note card in his pocket. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, final thing. Lattice. Lattice. How do you spell lattice? L A T T I C E. Lattice. Should just call it garbage. It's how that's spelled, actually. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> All right. A very traditional style skirting. Quite a few people are familiar with this. Typically, it has been wood. Recently, there have been some minor advancements in this, and it can now be manufactured in a in PVC. Oh, so you can get lattice in PVC. So you have a few colors. You're able to get, like, let's call it five colors in PVC. You can mm-hmm. do, like, white, black, green, brown, gray. Um, there are different styles. You can do a, a privacy, like a square privacy, or the traditional hatch, like 45. Diamond shape. Diamond shape. I don't mind cedar privacy lattice and so they okay. have like a five eighths inch by five eighths inch square uh-huh. and the material is i'm gonna call it let's say it's half five eighths of an inch thick so you have five eighths thick material on top of five eighths inch thick material mm-hmm. so one of the biggest problems with lattice is that it breaks apart. And so the wood either breaks down or somebody hits it and it like, and it falls apart. And the reason it falls apart is it's thin material. It's half inch and half inch or it's quarter by quarter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you're not allowed to use long, like not allowed to, you, you don't use long staples because you don't want it to penetrate through the backside. So you have these, you have small nails or small staples holding together thin product. (laughs) It's just like, it's a recipe for disaster. It sounds like the only way. (laughs) Sounds like that's, you you should do that with everything. You should do that with everything. crown stapler, (laughs) right? In fact, (laughs) you can put down decking. I've heard. (laughs) You can't. You can't do that. So, uh, so thin material on thin material overlapped. It expands and contracts like crazy down here. I don't know if maybe if you were in a more stable climate, it would hold up a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Or if it was shorter runs. One of the other problems that I see is that people will do, like the deck will be four feet high and Mm -hmm. they will put lattice on that. And so the material has no, like it has zero integrity to it. It's not strong at all. Right. right? It tells lies all the time. Dog runs into (laughs) it. It's done. (laughs) Yeah. Too caught. Gets taken into the interrogation room. It doesn't last. Falls apart. Just like, boom. Um, so it's thin, it's wavy. I think if you were to actually put some sort of mid span framing in the middle of that four foot run, mm-hmm. it would last a little bit longer, but it, like it, it usually gets over spanned and then it doesn't look that good. It would look better to not do that. Right. Not to do, to do not, not to do anything. Uh, but if your deck is only two feet high and you rip those sheets in half and you have a trim board on the top, trim board on the bottom, sure, that can look good. Then mm-hmm. it's rigid. It'll be fine, right? Yep. Um, cedar looks really good. Some of the stuff that we purchase is, like I said, a little bit heavier material, five-eighths or three-quarters on top of five-eighths or three-quarters with a small pattern. That looks good. It can be done, you know, done well, look nice. Right. Um, you're going to stain it 
probably once every five years. So it doesn't require a ton of maintenance, which is okay. And then, like I said, PVC. And so you can use PVC, you can trim it out with a lattice. Let's say you have white soffit and fascia yep. and you have white railing, uh, white windows and doors. So then you could do a, a gray lattice, gray mm -hmm. PVC lattice with a white, PVC trim and now it's a maintenance free product. You've accented it. Yeah. Like it'll actually look okay. It looks okay. It's not my favorite, but I but I do believe you can make this stuff look good. But why? Like why would you make it look good when there's other um, comparable products so out it, there? It's a it costs more than decal mesh probably. Oh, okay. So Little it's not the it, cheapest. It's not the cheapest. Um but it would it would probably be more durable. So it would be more durable to stuff being shot out of the lawnmower, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a funny comment, right? Uh, it would be more durable to stuff being shot out of the lawnmower. So if a, if a stone was shot out and hit the lattice, it would, it is plausible to think that the lattice would hold up better than the decal mesh because the decal mesh is like i said it's a screen and it might rip whoops whoa Ooh, i just about had the buttons all going well, i almost just ended the podcast so <laughs> i would say that you're you're more likely to to have um the the stones ricochet off of pvc products mm -hmm. right uh it's going to rip through that decal mesh a blunt object like a soccer ball or a puck or something like that's going to last. Like the deck all mesh will hold up better. Right. Lattice will break. Mm -hmm. So, um, great airflow, which is really important. Yep. Uh, depending on which pattern you pick, you have pretty good privacy. Yeah. Through there, like under the deck. That's it though. <laughs> but that's all that anybody's looking for. That's true. They just want like airflow and, and to hide the like, ugliness of weeds growing or bad gravel mm -hmm. or the cushions that are under there. So I think, I think the conclusion we can draw from this, now I'm going to go back to like essay format from university, <laughs> right? It's like I introduced it. Now these are all my points. And then in conclusion, in conclusion, uh, I think that skirting a deck is a really good idea. I do believe that it makes the deck. I believe that it, finishes it off i think that it makes it look just it's just a little bit better right it's just like dressed up it's a little bit of jewelry right on the outfit um it allows you to store some stuff in there on like under there in the winter time mm -hmm. you don't need a ton of storage for a deck usually but it is nice to be able to put your cushions under there and you're going to keep the snow off of it. You're going to, you're going to keep the elements off of your cushion, the sun, et yep, cetera, exactly. over the, over the off season. So I think I like the idea of doing deck skirting. I think that there are plenty a way to do it and still make it look good. I don't think it's the most overlooked thing. You don't No, that's lighting. I think I would probably like it. So that's if somebody next, that's next week, yeah, if a customer, <laughs> so I would say if a customer had $1,500 to spend extra, you get the whole deck done and they're like, you know what? I just got this $1,500 burning a hole in my pocket. Mm -hmm. I would do lighting. That's what I would recommend. Uh, the other reason I like 
the idea of skirting is it's not something that has to happen at the moment of install. Mm. It can definitely be done after. Yeah, it isn't wait. Easy add on. Come back in two years, check on the deck, make sure that make sure that the railing is still good. Make sure that the the deck boards are all still laying properly. They didn't all shift to one side or something, right? And yeah. Or you didn't have any like structural, other structural issues too, sure. right? Like that can happen. Yep. Stairs move too much or something, right? The ground settled after the deck was finished. Or mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, yeah, I think that putting skirting on is, I think it's a really good idea. All right. Okay. Finish up quickly with the comments. We're just, uh, we're just going to go through this. Um, of course, illuminated balustrade agrees with the lighting comment. Right. Why wouldn't they? Used to the last name being butchered. Okay. So, um, for some reason, this thing is not reading my, all right. So they got that. Um, Eric's going to give somebody a pass. TC deck says the lingerie of deck skirting. Lattice. He's into some kinky stuff, that guy. Eh? <laughs> Hi. So maybe he just means deck skirting in general. Like maybe just deck skirting is like it the does lingerie. Make it look good. It's like lace. Right. It could be better than, it's better than, uh, is it better commando? than Commando? Is it better than nothing? It's not better than Commando. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but you like you I, can weigh in on that. I mean, you? I mean a little bit of you know mystery, sure. mystery right? and intrigue. What's under the deck? Well, I don't know. This could be cushions. Could be a hot tub. Could be a. <laughs> <laughs> could be could be a toy Tonka truck, exactly. which is also super exciting. Let's be honest. Um, Eric Darrow. <laughs> Tarot. Tarot. Eric Tarot. Tarot. Teru. There you go. No, that's it. That's Teru. how it's set right there. Eric Teru. So Eric Teru believes that er, that lattice is the way to go because it equals recurring revenue. I do like that idea. That's a good, it's <laughs> a pretty solid business move. Right. Really. Exactly. Uh, morally, I, I think it's a, it's a low play. Right. But, uh, <laughs> um, only issue with deck all mesh is getting the right color. That's an inside joke that's going to go outside. Uh, Eric ordered decal mesh from us. He wanted <laughs> black. We sent him gray. Now he has both. Now he's got both. Yeah. What's so he complaining he about? He actually texted the other day. I was like, do you want me to send this back? I was like, oh, man, like what it's going to cost in shipping. You should just keep it. So. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Jace DeBoer is out. He's got to go. Bye, Jace. To do. Merry Christmas, buddy. Um, and then precision is also saying Merry Christmas quickly, quickly, quickly always includes deck lighting. My closest, my close ratio on lighting is about 60%. I still have some work to do with my presentation. That's solid. 60%. That's a solid close rate. Are you kidding me? If you could close six out of 10. I believe that I would be pretty comfortable with a 60% close rate on lighting. Um, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what his goal would be. I don't know like what do you number. always offer is the, th- is that's the question to me. Like, do you always offer lighting in all decks? I quote, I include lighting. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's solid 60%. Yeah. I, I think your target should be 
75. Like if you're sure. If you want to get better. If you're, but don't set it like. It's not going to be forever. You're not going to get a hundred percent close rate. You are not going to get a hundred percent close rate. Not happening. So I don't know who the guy was that wrote this book, um, but have you read the book 10X? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Google guy, isn't it? I don't know. I think so. When we started this this little sentence, I said, I don't know the guy. That, who wrote that it. is what you said. <laughs> I don't know who it was that wrote it. But so maybe if he's after, like you set your standard at 90%, you want a 90% close rate and you miss your mark, you hit 80, he's still 20% up from where he is, right? Yeah. That's kind of the theory behind 10X. Set, set your mark significantly higher than you actually want. You decide what it is. Set it 10x. Uh huh. If you get 5x, you're like you're. Yeah, it's it's Grant Cardone. Yeah, if anybody's looking. My He's, goal is 75. That's what he's saying. There you go. That's good. Deck all mesh. Um, his goal is 75. percent So Quigley, I I think that's a really good goal. I think that's a very reasonable goal. Um, if you have a 75% close rate on lighting, mm -hmm. I think that you should be buying your lighting from us. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> it, like that's a, that's a phenomenal number. Nobody's closing at that right now. Send us your lighting pitch. Sure. Send me your lighting pitch. I'd like to I'll see tell it. you like as an unbiased sort of half educated consumer, and in the industry, send me your pitch. I like, yeah, I'd pick that apart and right. tell you where I think you could tweak it. And then you could take it or don't take it. doesn't matter to me. TC Dex wants you to say the name of the mesh one more time. Yeah. Deck all mesh. I wonder if we could, could you put a link on there somehow? Oh, I can put a link. I'll type it in the message. How do you spell it? www.ultimatedeckshop.com. <laughs> it's on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and then under ultimatedeckshop.com in the search bar, you type in deck all mash and you can find it there. I'm like, I'm not even joking. Like, why would I? How do you spell deck all though? Deck. D-E-C-K. All one word though? All. A-L-L. -L. Yeah. Deck, deck all. all. Mesh. So it's manufactured by a company called Design Equations. And so you're going to find it online at Design Equations. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is this is this you? Did you That's type me. that I in? That's me. I typed that in. I was like, <laughs> is Shane logged in and being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah. Deck all mesh. Manufactured by a company in St. Lazar, Manitoba. Super easy for us to ship it. Like really easy. We ship it all over the place. It's just a big roll. It's a roll. It is four feet tall. The total length, either 15 feet long, 25 feet long, or 50 feet long. A dollar ten a square foot. Canadian dollar. Mm. Nothing to it. Nothing to it. Okay. Get some. Um, this is a solidly is it? interesting uh, podcast. And so the best you've ever done right now it's where the recording says it's 102 i would like to point out that an hour and 10 minutes ago i didn't know what i was doing that's right um i think the live is going to cut out like in seconds done. i hit the button we got the music playing in the background i'm going to let it dial down to the 30 second mark and we'll get after it goodbye live guys i i enjoy doing this stuff i used to not but that's because I'm sitting here. I now. don't mind doing the podcast anymore. <laughs> yeah, it used to bug me. Have a great, uh, have a great holiday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys.
Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.